company, hello. Hello. How's it going? Uh, so far so good. How are you? Oh, you know, just a you know warm, muggy Sunday. Like not much unlike the ones we've been having. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's pretty clear outside. I mean, yeah, but it's still like humid as fuck. It's been very humid. I feel like these last like few weeks, and been, I kind of hate it here. It's been a weird summer. Yeah. Yeah. Not. I don't like it. It's like super hot and super cold, and then just yeah. forever muggy. Not. Not a fan. Um. Anyways. Speaking of things, I'm. I don't. I don't know if I'm a fan of. <laughs> Uh-huh. We watched The Rock. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't have a full flushed out opinion yet. Uh, maybe we'll get there by the end of this episode. I, we'll, we'll find out. Um, Michael Bay's only good movie. Hot, hot take. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, I, I can't say that I'm, like, the most familiar with his filmography. Um, I'm going to pull up his Wikipedia just for my own edification. I do know that he's known for, like, the, the Kaboom Booms. Yes. Um, and a lot of them. I think I've seen most of his movies. Um, I don't think I realized that he did Bad Boys. Yeah. Um, so that's fun. Bad Boys 1 and 2. You, I think you r- briefly mentioned last week that you, like, don't fuck with those. I don't really like them, no. Yeah. Um, Armageddon I have seen, um, the most re- stressful movie I've ever seen in my whole life. Um, that's neither here nor there. And there might be a... looking at your watch going like, oh my god. <laughs> How are people not dead yet? I had plans after this. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it still on? Um, I've seen a couple of those Transformers movies, but definitely not all of them. Yeah, I've seen a handful. There's about of 87 them. of them. There's so. a lot, and then there's one good one that Michael Bay didn't make. <laughs> it's called Bumblebee. It's fun. <laughs> That's about the yellow car, right? Yeah. <laughs> or the truck, rather. Is it, or is like it? He's a he's SCP? a bug. He's a VW bug. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, oh, that checks. In the bug. Michael Bay movies, he's a Camaro. Okay, I was—I thought it was a, like a car car. And then all the nerds in the world were like, he's supposed to be a bug. A car car. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all cars are cars. Um, I meant like as a... <laughs> a car car. <laughs> um, anyways, um, I feel like I've seen Pain and Gain. Um, I did see that one. And everybody's like, oh, this is Michael Bay being like a real filmmaker. But I didn't think that movie was good either. Yeah, um, I'm certain that Zach and I saw it just because I've had an undying crush on Mark Wahlberg for my entire life. Uh, I'm just not a fan of Mark Wahlberg at all. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and Zach is obsessed like with I, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm not buying what this guy's selling. <laughs> what's, what's your beef with Marky Mark? I just don't. Like, his whole movie star persona to me is just, like, bullshit. <laughs> um, and I, now he's, on, he's, like, really just on his shit about his Catholicism. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know that. Is and he like a like, hardcore raging Catholic? I wake up Catholic? at like three in the morning every day so I can pray for an hour before I do my workout routine. Oh, do you not do that? I'm, I'm just kidding. Get the fuck out of here. You blinded somebody when you were 18 with a bottle and a bar. What? Yeah. <laughs> this is news to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my crush is going away. He's a scumbub. Uh, <laughs> no, he's Walter. I don't know. He's just... <laughs> um, I just don't buy... I don't buy his shit. Okay. I like him in movies when... There's like a good filmmaker who knows how to use him. Like in The Departed, is a perfect use of Mark Wahlberg. He's got okay. like ten minutes of screen time, and he's just <laughs> shitty to everybody. Yeah, no, he definitely like gives the vibe of someone that like constantly lives their life as someone has pissed in their Cheerios. Yeah. <laughs> like that's just like the face he has to me. But like I find it kind of weirdly hot. <laughs> but like I don't think I'd actually enjoy being around him. Yeah. <laughs> like if that makes sense. I get it. Yeah. Um, but you know who I would want to be around? Nick Cage. Oh, definitely. I feel like he would be a very interesting man to hang out with. Yeah. But that being said, uh-huh. um, the one of the beginning scenes of this movie is him like having sex with his, with his girlfriend. Uh-huh. And, um, He's playing naked guitar in his apartment. Yeah, so just straight vibes. <laughs> Drinking a glass of wine, just relaxing. 
I feel like the sex scene in this movie is how he fucks in real life, and I feel like he be, would be the most stressful person in real life to have sex with. Are they sitting in a chair and she's on top? Yeah, and he seems stressed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought you meant like he would make you do all the work. <laughs> that too. <laughs> both. <laughs> I'm disinterested in like, both of those scenarios. Mr. Nick Cage is a power bottom. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, he definitely gives off power bottom vibes. Not even going to sit here and lie about it. But no, he just seems like he would just be the most stressful lay of my life. And I'm good off that. <laughs> like, like he would be stressed the whole time. <laughs> like... This is not happening. The fact that, like, he said that. <laughs> he would be upset. <laughs> right. I mean, as a virgin, I wouldn't know. You're like, how, do, how would I get here? Yes. <laughs> the, the, the most stressful lay of my life as a virgin. <laughs> I mean, again, I'm projecting based on an assumption of how I would imagine sex is. Yes. As of, I've only seen in movies. Uh-huh. It just he seems he seems like a stressful lay. It's a bananas uh, moment in this movie, but I kind of love it. And it's it's one of those things like this movie to me is very very interesting in that it's this moment of Nick Cage who was like a character actor mm-hmm. and just like a crazy guy in crazy movies getting he won his Oscar and he gets pulled into this world of blockbusters. But like on purpose, <laughs> like, did he like want a, it? Yeah, he wanted to be <laughs> okay. a movie star. Okay. Um, or he just wanted to be in movies and make all kinds of movies. And I th- feel like as a guy who's very, especially at this point in his career, like very kind of chaotic and very energetic, he's yeah. like probably attracted to this world of like really crazy big budget filmmaking, right. where he's like, oh, it's so like fast paced and all over the place. Totally. Um, very early, obviously, in Michael Bay's career. That's mm-hmm. why there were producers reining him in, and this movie isn't dog shit. <laughs> There's actually a really funny story about uh, him not getting along with the producers. I think this is Buena Vista. It's a yes. Disney a Disney. Tour. It is. Um, and it's funny, too, because um, I, I saw that like Jerry Bruckheimer produced it, and he like does a lot of yeah, this is, Disney um, Nick Cage shit. I think one of the first movies he produced without Don Simpson. I think it's dedicated mm-hmm. to Don Simpson at the end. Yes. Um, Bruckheimer Simpson, you know, they produced Top Gun and Days of Thought. Like, they, they right. were those guys. Um, so, anyway, uh, he Michael Bay is kind of at odds. He, he had been a big commercial guy. He had made Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was kind of at odds with the producers. He didn't really, like, get his thing, you know, his, like, super edited style. Right. Uh, and he was leaving the set to meet with the producers. Sean Connery was like, oh, where are you going? And he was like, oh, I have to meet with the producers. He was like, oh, I'm an executive producer on this film. Can I go with you? And he was like, sure. <laughs> Word. And he brings Sean Connery to this meeting. And at the meeting, Sean Connery is just like stand- or standing up for Michael Bay, mm-hmm. telling them like, no, he's doing a good job. Let him make this fucking movie. <laughs> and things were kind of like at ease from then on. And right. I always love stories like that. Um, a very similar thing happened with Tim Burton on Batman. Oh, I, I actually do vaguely remember you saying something like that. Where the that. producers were kind of pushing him around, and Jack Nicholson was like, let the kid make the movie. <laughs> We'd love to see it. <laughs> hey, you know what? If you vibe, you vibe, and you're like, you know what? Let's do this weird shit. Let's just see, let's just, let's see how it pans out. Let's see how it pans out. Like, yeah. If it's bad, just like redo it, right? <laughs> Is, that's like a thing. I mean, it's an expensive thing. I mean, but sometimes. Like, sure. Kind of. Where they just release it in January and they're like, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it, who cares? No, definitely unheard of. No no movie has ever done that. No. <laughs> Def- definitely nothing we've discussed. Never. Um, anyways. Um, but, yeah, so let, let's 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 get into it. We, we, there's a lot of a lot of pew-pews in this movie that seem 
unnecessary and then Zach did in fact make me privy to a potential fact that I guess the car chase scene was like thrown in like, yeah it wasn't the in the script yeah and they're like we need more action I'm we just need, borrowing your Humvee yeah my I was like part I, of this what <laughs> um, and, and that he goes it had... to meet his daughter yeah by Claire Forlani <laughs> Um, An underrated babe. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't actually have any idea who that is. She's in Mallrats. She's in Meet Joe Black. I've... She was, like, she's a big 90s. Okay, I was like, I have exactly no idea who that is. Actress. But... She's British. Oh, okay. That yeah. checks out. Um, What the fuck were we talking about? The car chase. <laughs> yes, we were talking anyway. about a car chase. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. But yeah, and... no, if you want to go get into the thing. Yeah, let's, let's talk point. about the thing. This is a story of Dr. Stanley Goodspeed, <laughs> who's a, a dumb name. biochemist <laughs> with the FBI. Uh-huh. Uh, he gets pulled into this plot because there's been a theft of some BX gas. Got it. Which is a uh, deadly marble <laughs> that cracks open and turns you inside out. But is it glass or plastic? It makes me think it's... Uh, Probably like a gelatin. No, I was just asking because like he was like screaming that at the dude. He was like, "Is it glass or plastic?" And he was like, "Uh," and he was like, "Well, I need to know because otherwise one of us is gonna fucking die." I think it's <laughs> glass. It looks like glass. I don't um, know. Um, because they break open. Yeah. Um, plastic can be shattered too, my dude. Not in the same way. I think they make things out of plastic so they don't shatter. Uh, I don't want to get into like the ethics of like making like poly products, but there are shatterable plastics. Mm-hmm. Poly products. <laughs> Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> We're not getting into it. <laughs> S- synthetics. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, okay, so... They prefer the term artificial person. <laughs> so do I. Um, so can I can I make a confession? Okay. This movie is like two hours and change long. Uh-huh. A good hour and 15 minutes into this movie, I had to pause it and then look at Zachary dead in the face and say, I need to clarify what is happening right now. Because <laughs> I was... How high were you when you were watching this? Not enough. Because <laughs> I feel like this movie is pretty well paced and pretty... So, Zach said the same thing. He's like, are you actually slow? <laughs> he, he said it nicer than that. Right. I'm, I'm projecting. So, I'm also going to be fully aware and very cognizant of the fact that the first 15 minutes of this movie, because he was like, the plot of this movie is spoon-fed to you. Yeah. And I was like, I was not paying attention. Ed Harris at- literally tells you the plot of this movie as he's doing it. <laughs> I also had to ask Zach about eight times who Ed Harris was. Mr. Ed Harris. Because <laughs> he's like, Ed Harris. I was like, who? And he's like, the he's bad the guy. guy. In general. The bad guy. And I was like, word. Okay, got it. Um, I was not paying attention pretty much at the fuck all the first right. about 15 minutes. To be fair, I've seen this a few times. Do you want me to just lay it out for you? Oh, no, I got it now. Okay. But feel free. <laughs> Let me know if I missed anything. For anybody listening, <laughs> if anybody's listening. This movie is free to watch if you have Peacock, by the way. Yeah. It's okay. a good movie. You should check it out. Yeah. It's a fun time. Uh, Ed Harris is a general. Mm-hmm. Army? Marines. Marines. They, uh, they said ad nauseum that they were Marines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got that far. The Marines always <laughs> seem to, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, they, they like to remind, remind you who the fuck they yeah. are. <laughs> you know, no offense. Thank you for your service. Sure. We, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, he's been part of multiple black ops missions. Mm-hmm. Every time a soldier is killed during these black ops missions, they're disavowed. The government won't tell their family what was going on because they weren't supposed to be doing what they were doing. Right. Their Everything they've done is illegal, right? Yeah, their families weren't given the compensation mm-hmm. that I guess families are typically given, though God knows what the fuck that is. Still probably, like, not enough If or that's whatever. even still a thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
they won't even be given their, like their personal effects. They're not given a military burial. He's had enough of this shit. His wife just died, so he's like in a fucked up place. Mm-hmm. So he's going he's got nothing to, lose. to spearhead this mission. Yeah, he doesn't care about his own reputation. His wife's not here to like be affected by his actions. T for time out. I just googled it. Uh, so the death gratuity program provides a special tax-free payment of a hundred grand to eligible survivors of members of the armed forces who die on active duty or while ser- serving in certain reserve statuses. Wow, hundred grand. That's pretty good. Tax-free. Yeah, but that's still not like a lot. It's enough to, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, it's not a lot. Like if you think about it, the grand scheme of things, like okay, so hundred grand is not a lot tax free for like a not, regular person for a death. Okay, so riddle me this: you're married and have a child. This uh-huh. is, I know, a very unrealistic scenario for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like, imagine this: you're married and have a child, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go serve my country. You uh-huh. die. And what then, country am I serving in this scenario? <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> Does not matter. Okay. In, in this scenario, I guess, hypothetically, these... It's got to be the these United States because I was gonna say these about this program. I was going to say these great United States, but I don't know about all that. But <laughs> From sea to shining sea. These United States. Um, but you die. And they're Ooh. like, here's $100,000. Have fun. Uh-huh. That's, that's not a lot to like live off of. You can if, send that kid to private school. For like three years. <laughs> That's not even enough to pay for college. <laughs> like, and I assume this this presumptive partner of mine mm-hmm. probably has a job and can support herself. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> not marrying any freeloaders. <laughs> well, okay. Gotta so... learn to earn, bitch. <laughs> Anybody listening, take notes. <laughs> um, just kidding. Um, well, okay, even. Riddle me this. This is the 90s, right? So even <laughs> prior to this, there was a lot of stay-at-home moms. Like, who knows? I'm just saying that, like, uh-huh. if, like, if Zach died at work and they're like, here's $100,000, I'd tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> That's not a lot of money. <laughs> at <'cause>... work. <laughs> <laughs> or really in any scenario. Like, even, like, life insurance. Like, yeah. $100,000 life insurance policy is not a lot. Because, again, that doesn't get you very far. It covers, like, your burial and then, like, not much else. Uh-huh. Like, maybe, like, a year in change of expenses, depending on how you live. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not saying you're going to live off this. I'm saying if your life is otherwise unchanged, $100,000 is a lot of money. Yeah, but there's a death in your family that's, like, immediate. Like, that's a big fucking change in your life. hundred grand is not a lot. Uh-huh. The million-dollar payments he was saying, like, honestly, kind of that kind of checks to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I-, I see you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, and he's aware of this, like, slush yeah. fund. Right. That he's like, you're gonna tip, pull money out of here, so it's not gonna affect like taxpayers or anything else. It's just gonna affect your bullshit. <laughs> like, I I should preface this by saying that I'm low key on Ed Harris's side in this movie. No, like, again, like Ed Harris did nothing wrong. On paper, like again, for him to want like proper compensation for these people that have died, like uh-huh. totally checks. Like again, yeah. like I think a, a million versus a hundred thousand actually totally is a reasonable number. Uh huh. Because. 100,000, even if you invest it, right? Uh-huh. Like, it can only go so far. Like, quickly. Like, <laughs> I guess, like, what I'm struggling with is, like, th- these people are dead no matter what. Well, so right. So it's either nothing or $100,000. <laughs> yes, but what I'm saying is... Like, like I don't a- really want anything from the government if my loved one dies in the military. I'm already annoyed that they're in the military. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. 
but still, <laughs> I would like at least something. And a hundred thousand is like kind of like a slap in the face. Like I wouldn't be like, hey, give me more. I would be like, fuck you and that, your money. <laughs> I suppose. I mean, here's the thing. I would Joe. take. I would. T- <laughs> hey, Zaddy Joe. <laughs> Can you give me more than 100 racks? Okay, thanks, bye. I don't care who it is. I don't care who's sitting in that chair. No, same. But, uh, yeah, 100,000, in my humble opinion, is a slap in the face. Okay. <laughs> slap in the face. <laughs> I'm just saying. They're Especially like, if One you... million per Ed Harris. They're Bitch. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. You heard me. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, I don't think he did... Did he do nothing wrong? I don't know about that. But, like... I get the motive. I get the motive. I'm fully on his side. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, anyway, as you were. So he and his uh, men that he is convinced to do this with his him. His cohorts. <laughs> yeah, that are uh, loyal to him. As For their... whatever reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's stuff there. They respect him. He's yeah. Their, he's their CEO. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah they've been brainwashed for years to just, like, take orders and not ask questions. <laughs> Hashtag the military. It all works. It all works for a reason. Yep. Um, That's Max. They're going to steal a uh, stockpile of this VX gas, which, as we talked about, are uh, bad marbles. Bad, bad, bad marbles bad that kill marbles. you. Yeah. They, uh, they melt your skin in your body. And yeah, turn you inside out, make you puke your insides out. You break your own back from spasms. It's lit. <laughs> like, I don't know why they made this shit. but Well, they said it was made on accident. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I have paid attention That's true. He compares it to the uh, creation of champagne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, again, can only be made in the Champagne region of France. Otherwise, it is sparkling wine. Yeah, Anyways. otherwise it's sparkling white VX gas. <laughs> that part. Um. They're going to steal this gas. They're going to put it in missiles. They're going to commandeer Alcatraz Island. Mm-hmm. Hold it as a, a fortified position. If they don't get what they're asking for, they're going to launch missiles into San Francisco. Which, like, honestly, please do it. Wow, alright. Um, yeah, so... That was the part where I was a little bit lost, insofar as I was like, why Alcatraz? And Zach was like, it's, it's very... It's a defendable position. Well, right. And then I had to have that explained to me about four times before it finally like clicked in my head. What's to, also like, very interesting <laughs> about that is in, I think, the 70s, mm-hmm. there were a group of protesters yeah. um, for, I think it was Native American. Yep. A um, group of indigenous people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Took Alcatraz and held it for like a few days. I think it was longer than a few days. With like it was no a- weapons or anything, really. Yeah. And it was originally, like, well, because it was originally like their tribe's land or something. Yeah. Um, we, we learned that when we went to Alcatraz uh, a few months ago. Uh, we had a friend visiting from that had never been to California. Yeah. And so we we're like, oh, like, let's go to Alcatraz. I don't think, because I don't think Zach had been either. Yeah. So that was his first time. I've only been um, once. I would like to go do it. They have midnight tours. So. Yeah. Let's do it. Tax write off. Podcast uh, <laughs> thing. I'm kidding, kind of. <laughs> Honestly, that'd be kind of lit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say though that the uh, tours are uh, were far less fun than this one in this movie seemed to be. Yeah, because they have you t- just use those like now. dumb headsets. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not even a headset anymore because of COVID. Oh. Uh, it's just the box, oh. and like you have to like put it up to your ear, kind of. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, it was definitely kind of hard because like, so yeah, we went in January. Um. And when we were, like, walking around doing the thing, you know, so you have, like, a hundred people in the room all trying to, like, listen to their little box. Yeah, that's wor- that's the worst. <laughs> yeah, and they're very quiet. And I, I think they just have a tour guide. I don't get it. Is that too expensive? I guess. Um, well, I mean... The Winchester Mystery House can afford it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been there. Is it cool? <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> it's very dependent on the guide that you have. Mm. 
because mm. uh, I've gone and it's still interesting but I've gone had a guy that was like just more interested in the history and Sarah Winchester and her mm-hmm. biography and her like contributions to architecture and things that she invented yeah. and that's all very interesting but the last time we went we had a guy that le- like went off script and was talking about ghosts and shit and I was what? like all about <laughs> it that is rad yeah um but what, what were we talking about oh like uh, the tours and shit um yeah, so, like, that was weird. Um, so, yeah, it's all, like, self-paced and stuff now, which is, I mean, not that it wasn't before. It's it was just when I went as, like, a child, so I don't think it's changed that much. Yeah, I would say um, the last time I had gone, I was probably about eight or nine, so it's been, it been a few years. Um, but, yeah, it, it, and I feel like it was, like, a little bit more open this time, I think, because of, like, COVID. Like, there's just a lot more doors open. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so, you know, they're like, have fun, like, figure it out. Like, <laughs> Um, I told the inmates. Right. <laughs> um, but then they had that exhibit with the uh, Native American stuff open, which I had never been to before. I think that's actually a newer exhibit. Oh, no, I hadn't. Yeah. Yeah, um, cool. yeah so they had, like, a whole bit about that. So that was actually uh, pretty pretty neat. And they had, like, a lot of their, like, artifacts and stuff from, like, from that they had, like, left up. Um, and they, they even, like, left up, like, a – or I don't know if they, like, recovered it or whatever you want to call it. Um, a big sign that said, like, Indian land um, that they had put up. It was pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's included with, like, your regular, you know, ferry and tour or whatever. It's not, like, an extra cost. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever that's worth. Don't worry. We're not giving them any extra money. Fuck we're no. just showing you their sign. Yeah. Um, but, no, that was, like, really fucking interesting. Uh, but, yeah, so, no, Zach had explained to me about four different times, like, uh-huh. what defendable meant. <laughs> Yeah. Because I was like, why? Like, what? what is there to defend? And he hard was like... To, hard to get there. Yeah. Well, and then I was like, what is there to defend? He's like, themselves and the, the thing that they're trying to kill people with? And I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> and again, this was an hour in... That sounds like a frustrating conversation to have to have. Oh, I... I based on the look on his face alone, I'm pretty sure he kind of wanted to divorce me. <laughs> um, I like a situation in which Zach, of all people, has to explain military tactics to somebody. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Is what it is. Um, I'm a better person now. I I I, I learned. That's yeah, all I got to go. say about that. So, thank you for for learning me, Zachary. So anyway, yeah. They've got this gas, so they need Nick Cage, but they also need to figure out how to break into Alcatraz. So they need the only man who's ever successfully broken out of Alcatraz, yep. James Bond. <laughs> um, which is where I'm gonna get into. Zach sat me down before we started this movie and was like, so. I need you to go into this with the guys that Sean Connery is James Bond. Yes. And then I was like... He was captured under an assumed name, disavowed by the British government. (laughs) Yes. Um, And then I... (laughs) I followed that up with, you're going to need to point out who Sean Connery is. (laughs) The only guy that doesn't have an American accent. (laughs) Well, this hadn't started yet. This had not started yet. Um, And then he was like, I got you. And then... I found out pretty... The guy who sounds like Draco the dragon from the movie Dragonheart. (laughs) To my follow-up question is, is that his real voice? Does he have that, like, kind of, like, um... I don't want to say... I don't want to call it a drawl, but, like... Scottish accent? I don't know if it's just the accent, but, like, like, that kind of, like... It looks like his, like, mouth doesn't move and, like, his jaw does a thing. You know what I mean? Uh, I think part of that is just being old. Okay. And the other part of that, yeah, that is how Sean Connery sounds. Okay, I, I literally, I've not seen a single thing that he's ever been in. I know that he was James Bond. I'm, a, I'm aware of that fact, but I've not seen any of his Bond movies. Oh, those are the best Bond movies. 
Zach also told me that last night. <laughs> and then he was like, we need to watch one. And I was like, okay. So that was kind of the end of that, but we were just too sleepy and didn't. It didn't I suggest happen. from Russia with love. Um, but people will tell you Goldfinger. I think that movie is fine. From Russia with love is where it's at. Also, you only live twice. There's ninjas in that movie and a secret base in a volcano. Oh my god, dope. We love to we love to see that. Also, Sean Connery goes uh, undercover as a Japanese man, and it is as big a problem as it sounds. I was going to say that sounds very problematic, especially <laughs> considering this probably happened in the 70s? 60s. Oh, worse. <laughs> Immediately worse. 60s, please. 70s uh, was mostly Roger Moore's era of James Bond. Excuse the ever-loving fuck out of me. <laughs> You're excused. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so they bust him out of jail. Mm-hmm. Um, they give him a glow-up. Yeah. Um, he proceeds to order a whole-ass buffet. We know there's something going on between him and the guy, uh, the uh, director of the FBI. Yes. Wilmack? Wilmack. 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 Sean Connery does this cool thing where he steals a quarter and, like, uses it to cut a hole in the two-way glass and smashes it with his elbow. I was shooketh. That was my, great. My body was not ready. Uh. <laughs> Um, Sean Connery's uh, fucking great in this movie. He's so goddamn good. Honestly, all of the weird things he did kind of shook me, including taking that like piece of rope or whatever the fuck that was, and, and then throwing the guy over the side of the. I was ill prepared for that too. I was like, he's gonna do something, but like I don't know like what he's gonna yeah. do. And then like yeah, fully almost mur- murders this man. He steals the uh, dr- the dryer line out of the shower. That's what it was. I was like, I have no idea what this piece of rope like fabric is some hotels have that if you go like it'll pull out of the shower like that so you can hang your unmentionables why are we talking about my unmentionables why are you mentioning them hmm? why are you mentioning my unmentionables i'm not talking about yours i'm talking about mm, non-specific that's... unmentionables mm. so that one can hang one's unmentionables there we go <laughs> uh, nondescript unmentionables please you're a nightmare person <laughs> okay <laughs> you continue to show up here <laughs> what does that say about you <laughs> You keep trying to convince people listening that I'm an actual person and not just Zach doing a voice. <laughs> Did I tell you? <laughs> so I posted the one picture of us that exists on the internet for your birthday. Um, Is there a picture of us? Yeah, it's you choking me out when you're in Michael, Mike Myers garb. Oh, I'm masked. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason it exists. That's excellent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like five people commented out, they're like, happy birthday, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, I regret to inform this is not Zachary. <laughs> I was like, do you see those white-ass hands? <laughs> um, and then they were like, oh, shit, you're absolutely correct. You're, that is not him. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> Moving on. Um, obviously, Michael Myers. Yeah, that's obviously my best friend, Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike. <laughs> um, anywho, what were we talking about? Oh, uh... His crazy spy tricks. Yeah, he escapes the hotel. (laughs) Crazy spy tricks and dynamite (laughs) lines of dialogue. Um, Yeah, so he. Losers whine about doing their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. (laughs) I wrote that one down. I was like, that was excellent. And then Nick Cage goes, Carla was the prom queen. Oh, I didn't And he gives him this, like, look of approval. (laughs) He's like, word. Like, nice. <laughs> it's fucking insane. He's, like, very nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so he fucks off, goes and finds his kid, as we discussed briefly earlier. Yeah, he tells her, like, I'm not a piece of shit. I was just in jail. And she's like, mm, you might be kind of a piece of shit, Dad. He's like, no, I'm super fucking cool. 
<laughs> and he gets arrested again <laughs> in front of her. But then Nick Cage is like a stand-up guy, and he's like, oh, he's working with us. We're not arresting him. Yeah. He's like, well, gosh, you better we, we better get going, huh? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> pal. <laughs> I love Nick Cage in this movie, because he's just like making a meal out of playing a nerd. Yeah, just a giant fucking dork. Like, at the very end, I think he says shit, and I'm like, was that his first swear? (laughs) Yeah, because he gets, like, more and more action guy as he's forced into these situations. (laughs) How about we cut the chit-chat (laughs) a-hole? It's you. You're the rocket man. That is the craziest part of the movie. That was my favorite. (laughs) Why is he doing this? (laughs) That's my favorite line. That was my favorite moment in the whole thing. Because I was just like... There's, no, there's, he's not gonna do it. There's no, no fucking way. He, like, he's, he's boned right now. And yep. then, <laughs> and then he shoots the Candyman out a window. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Tony Todd is mm-hmm. the uh, large black marine. Yes. <laughs> he's like one of the guys that shows up that doesn't usually work with Ed Harris. Got it. So like. It's kind of dicey, and then finally they're the ones that are like, no, fuck you, we're not listening to you, we're getting our money. No, 100%. Um, we have already stepped into this shit. No, that was very funny, like, when they all mutinied against him, and we're like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't be a fucking loser quitter. Yeah, we're, we've already committed treason, there's no going back from this. And like, we're all fucked. Correct, yeah. <laughs> you gotta do the thing now. <laughs> and he's Launch like, those missiles, Ed. He's like, I was like, I was bluffing. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I wasn't really gonna do it, I'm not a fucking maniac. And we're like, we are. <laughs> They're like, I'm sorry, you told us that you were? And this doesn't really yeah, we, work for us anymore. We were promised a maniacal scheme. <laughs> and um, here you are pussing out. Yeah. So, you bitch at Harris. That's facts. God, he would smack you if you said that. <laughs> well, no, I he, love Ed Harris. He's he died. Like one of those guys who's like a famous grump. <laughs> what else is he even in? I have, I'm, Duty I'm, is all over the I'm, fucking I'm place. I'm looking into it. I'm looking into it. It's he was fine. most recently in Top Gun Maverick. You are correct. Yeah, of course I am. <laughs> um, but <laughs> anyways yeah no, so then w- we got distracted after he got picked back up after he gets picked back up yeah and then they're like okay we have a mission that you literally cannot refuse yeah this is what we're doing these are the navy seals you're going with they're being led by michael bean who is in this movie tragically for only a few minutes <laughs> Yeah, I fucking love Michael Bean. I wish he was in this whole movie. Because, like, he was, like, the, like, head Navy SEAL dude, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Just making sure that I have my shit straight. He has that great moment with Ed Harris where, they're like, where he's like, tell your men to stand down. He's like, I cannot give that order. Um, and they, like, have that weird standoff for, like, five seconds and then sh- yeah, shit and pops off. Yeah, they've got the high ground, so they chop they get all fucked. their arms and legs off and throw them in lava. Okay, we watched a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> there was no lava in my version. <laughs> I want a refund. At Peacock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you didn't watch the director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say there was lots of fire and lots of explosions, but no lava. Yeah. Well, you made that uh, comment earlier about there being pew pews for no reason, but I don't really think there's extraneous action in this movie. I think. I it's think all... the car chase was extraneous action. So yeah. I like, mean, kind I, of. Like I feel like that whole bit could have not existed. I guess, but it is. It's plot dependent in that obviously he tries to get away. I feel like if I was watching this movie and they just went from A to B and he never tries to escape their custody, I would just be like, "Well, he's not that cool." Like I think it's a character. It's a character-based thing. They, okay. Like it goes on long. Yeah, I guess it could have been like half the length, and we yeah. could have got the fucking. There's all that shit with the cable car. That was bad. <laughs> 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 I said that man was so sad. <laughs> um. <laughs> made my heart hurt a little bit for him um 
got to see the uh, Russian Hill Market that, <laughs> that, yeah. that we love to see. But I think there's a pretty good use of action in this movie, and I think it's all pretty eh. useful in the narrative. I think I'm just generally not a big fan of explosions and fucking pew-pews in general. Uh-huh. Like, so that's just where like I draw the line. Yeah, and I'm I just would like, definitely not recommend any more Michael Bay for you. <laughs> correct. Um, yeah, I'm just, that's not really my vibe. Um, you know, oh, I've wait been... Wait next week. Oh, no. What are we watching next week? Hot air, baby. I'm not even going to ask what that's about. We're not going to go there yet. Um, But, like, you know, Zach's... You've never seen Con Air? Literally never. Oh, man. You're in for such a treat. Is it about a blow dryer? It's so good. Yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, No, um, I I think my arm's been twisted into um, Die Hard being a movie that I really enjoy. Um, There's not a lot of pew-pews in Die Hard. But, like, I'm just saying, like, in general, like, action movies are not really my jam. Uh, like, that one I really enjoy. I, when I say my arm twisted into it, I literally had never seen it before I knew it was Zachary. Uh-huh. Um, and now it's a Christmas classic in this household. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. That's people, what should be. People like to get mad at us about it, and I don't I don't care anymore. Who um, gets mad at you? Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Um, Mackenzie and Marcus definitely gave us, like, some fucking hard side-eye when we tried watching it with them around yeah. Christmas time one time. They were like... Are they not Christmas people? No, they are. They're just, we're like, this isn't a Christmas movie. We're like, yes, it is. Die Hard. Batman Returns. <laughs> Gremlins. Black Christmas. Um, I'm not going to lie. I've actually never seen Gremlins. I'm a piece of shit. Gremlins is pretty fun. Um, I was, I've heard it's a grand time. Yeah. I also did not know it was a Christmas movie. Or Christmas adjacent, maybe. Yeah, Gizmo is a Christmas gift. <laughs> you say that like <laughs> I should know who that is. <laughs> Gizmo is the Mogwai that gets the ball rolling on all the Gremlin shenanigans. What did you call me? <laughs> Um, maybe I'll add that to my list. I think it's on Disney, right? Um, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't really. Know. Uh, I've got it. You can borrow it. <laughs> and Gremlins too, which is one of the best sequels ever made. Because <laughs> it's a movie that just makes fun of the first movie. That's amazing. And also, um, don't threaten to bring me any movies until you bring me the movie we were supposed to watch two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just leaving that in the past. Okay, you just canceled it. <laughs> Wasn't meant to be. I'll never, I'll never know. <laughs> I'll never know what I was, what I'm missing out on. Big sad. Um. Anyways, so they busted the Alcatraz. They get this team of Navy SEALs. Uh, they all die almost immediately. Almost immediately. And then it's just Cage and yeah, the and then like one other guy. Briefly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, they're like, holy shit, they're still alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they're like. Well, maybe. And then, because, like, I think their shit goes offline at one point, because, like, they can't track them for a while. Yeah, well, and then also they know that they're there because there's guns missing from the the dead bodies. Right. Um, so then, uh, what's-his-face, the, the bad guy gets hip to the fact that there's still people there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, well, let's fucking find them. Um, then they fucking find them. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's funny that you bring up Die Hard, because it is a Die Hard scenario. In it! <laughs> Most of the 90s, most of action movies in the 90s were diehards. Yeah, and again, so... Where they're like, speed, it's diehard on a bus. <laughs> and the point I even brought up, I'm generally not a fan of action movies. Like, that shit, like, it, just, it usually just stresses me out, and I'm good. I'd I love a good action movie. I'm happy for you. I'm bored as fuck by a bad action movie or a mediocre action movie. I think I just find them boring in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, th- this does not get me going. I'm just somebody who really appreciates craft. 
That's fair. Um, I'll allow that. So that kind of thing, good editing. Mm -hmm. I love when a filmmaker can figure out how to use um, action sequences mm -hmm. to further the plot along. Mm -hmm. Like, ideally, if you reach the end of an action sequence, something about the movie needs to have changed. Okay. Whether that be, like, you have an act break there or something changes for a character or the stakes change. You can usually spot a bad action movie where there's just, like, an action scene thrown in where it's like a porno where it's like, well, it's been ten minutes, we need an action scene. <laughs> Um, got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, I think that's a pretty good one. Based on what you just said, yes, I will. I will give you objectively that. Mm. However, I clearly it did not really catch my attention. Mm. Um, it wasn't until like yeah, after like when I like paused it and was like, yo, what? I I need to just make sure I'm not losing my shit. Mm -hmm. That's when I started enjoying it because I think I was like trying to piece it together because like again I was just not paying attention the first like ten minutes. Mm. Um, and then I was like, okay, now that I know what I'm talking about, I can continue this <laughs> and not be like, what's the fuck's going on? Like, I would, I would like actually just really briefly, like, thank you for explaining this movie to me You're when welcome. I did not pay attention to the first 10 minutes. <laughs> thank you, voice changer, Zach. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then they start, he starts like what, just taking the fucking computer chips out of the... Yeah, so they can't launch the missiles. Yeah, so you start the, the they're like direction chips, like the, yeah, guide, how they guidance chips. Thank you. I could not remember what the fuck they were actually called. Yeah. Um. So they, in essence, would just like float into the ocean. Mm -hmm. Um. So he's removing those from all the things, but it's very delicate because it's this. Yeah, like, he's got to like undo. Yeah, this like this, anal bead situation. Yeah, an elegant of, string of pearls configuration. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. But if you drop one, you fucking die. Yeah. Um. And bad news. Yeah. Bad and then news. the one guy he shoves it in its mouth and fucking smacks him so it breaks. Yeah, and then, like, his whole face, like, melts. And it's <laughs> such a satisfying moment, because it's, like, a close-up, and it breaks open, and you just see the fluid and a little bit of glass, like, spray out of his mouth like a fucking bukkake. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I will say I missed the impact. I looked away right when, like, he did it, but then, like, I looked back, and then I was like, Zach was like, you missed him, shove it into his mouth. I was like, I got it as much as I needed to see. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I got the gist. <laughs> Um, and then he has to inject himself because then it was then released an effervescent into the air and, yeah, and potentially on him. Inject the thing into his heart with that big ass needle. That was a thick bitch. That's rough. <laughs> um, well, yeah. It's See, like, and it's a character growth because he's afraid to do that earlier in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and well, I mean, so it was his fucking buddy at the beginning. Yeah. Like his buddy was like, "You want me to do what with what? <laughs> you mean to put that in my heart? Are you insane?" <laughs> He's like, do you want to fucking die? Like, I don't know. His little <laughs> friend, who's also uh, one of John Cusack's little friends in uh, High Fidelity. Like, he works <laughs> at the record store. I still never watched the movie. The movie High Fidelity is great. I, I watched the show. I'm a big fan of the movie and the book. I haven't read the book either. Um, I love John Cusack. One of these seasons will be about John Cusack. Of course it will be. Yeah. Um, but no, the show is fabulous. And I'm really upset it's never got a second season. Yeah. Big sad. Um... Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, he murders that man. Um, and then... Manslaughter, I think. Because it was in self-defense. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then he gets rid of the other ship, and then they're like, oh, oh, by the way, the president has launched an airstrike by this point. Yeah. Um, and... Everyone's death is eminent yeah. at this point. You gotta get like, out there with the flares to show him that the thing is... Yeah, and then he was like, there's great smoke! And then and he was like, it's too late, he already dropped the bombs! Like, <laughs> the most Michael Bay 
shot in this entire movie where he's got the <laughs> flares. <laughs> I was like, the fucking drama. I mean, like, I get it. Like, yes, it's a dramatic moment. Like, he's finna die. But that's Michael Bay. Like, yeah. that's Michael Bay. Right. Uh, and you can, your mileage will vary on the tolerance that you have for it. I'm going to tell you right now, none. Because it's like, I don't mind it, like, in this movie, because I think it's, like, cheesy and fun. Mm-hmm. But he'll get to the point where he just, like, every shot of the movie is like that. It's Jesus so H. Christ. crazy. Um, yeah. Because he's a commercial guy. Like, he's all about visual compositions. and. Right. Which, again, like, I, I, I'm not here to hate on it. Like, clearly, he, like, that's his, his judge. He very famously made the original Got Milk commercial. No way. With the uh, the guy who's like trying to call into the radio uh-huh. to say that Aaron Burr was the one who shot Alexander Hamilton, but his mouth is full of cookie and he can't get it out. <laughs> it's like, got that was Michael Bay. I didn't know that. That's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, then the bomb gets dropped on like the, a different part of the island, not like yeah. where it was supposed to. So they end up living, and he was like, but he convinces them that. <laughs> He died. But he that... was incin- his body was incinerated. Vaporized. The human body can vaporize? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, word. That's great. He's like, oh, my um, God. Yeah, he's like, fuck off out of here. Yeah. Goodbye. And he goes and he finds some microfilm. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Honey, you want to know who killed... So, after going over this movie, yeah. talking about Nick Cage, how great he is, how fun his, like, nerdy mm-hmm. character is that learns to be an action guy... Do you want to know who they originally offered the part of Stanley Goodspeed to? Yes. <laughs> Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm just a nerd. <laughs> Full send. I probably would have enjoyed this a lot more if it was Arnold. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, I would have enjoyed it, obviously. Because, <laughs> okay. Cause, as oh, I was gosh, saying, Mason, I guess we better get out of here. I don't see the problem. <laughs> I think that's excellent. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, nude in a chair playing guitar. I'd pay good money to see. I that. don't think that scene would be in the movie. I think that was a Nick Cage ad. Oh, <laughs> they're like, "Hey, buddy, can you take your shirt off?" <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's the vibe. But this was in that era where Nick Cage was weirdly ripped all the time. Yeah, because well, it's funny too, because um, it was the bit like where he was like he jumped off of something and onto something else in this movie, and I was like, he's like real skinny, like he's he's, he's a lanky dude. He's lean. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the correct verbiage for it. You're correct. Yeah. Um, how tall is he? Do we know? I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. Five ten. <laughs> Are you gonna go with the hard a hard nine ten? Nine ten. Yeah, five, he's ten? nine feet ten inches. <laughs> he's a god among men. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that checks. He's six foot, six foot even. <laughs> so perfect. Not that tall. So yeah, like, tall for an actor. Really? Yeah, they're all tiny. That's wild. <laughs> everybody I, we need, have addressed this. Everybody needs to remember that as much as we idolize movie stars, they're just grown-up scene kids. <laughs> <laughs> the, How do you the, mean? <laughs> the, the kids that were in the drama department in high school that you wanted nothing to do with. Because they're weird and dramatic and needed attention all the time. I would like to raise you a fuck off because I was in the drama. Those club. kids grew up, <laughs> <laughs> and either their dreams died or they became movie stars. That checks. Um, but I guess I didn't realize that they were all fucking midgets. Yeah, they're all little. <laughs> I also I think that was a slur. My bad. <laughs> little people. I think they like to be called munchkins. I, I don't think anyone likes that. <laughs> pretty sure they. Pretty sure that's the thing. I think exactly zero sure people like the piece, to be referred to as a munchkin. Term is munchkin. 
Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna end there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways. I'm so, you think we're gonna get sued by the Lollipop Guild? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Johnny Depp's no longer been defamed, so probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> the champion talking about a guy who's gaslighted the entire world to be like, no, she's crazy. <laughs> Right, everybody? And we're like, uh, yeah. Hot take, they're there's, both nuts. There's a whole bunch of money, Johnny. <laughs> Hot take, they're both insane people. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, that's all I gotta say about that. Um, do you have anything else to say about The Rock? Uh, I think it's a fun movie. It's fine. I really enjoyed watching it again. I, you know... I last... watched this and hmm. Thief yesterday in honor of uh, James Conn passing away. I've never... What, what's Thief? Thief is a Michael Mann movie from, like, 1981. Mm-hmm. And it's James Caan as, like, a professional thief, and you just, like, follow this, like, part of his... Small part of his life, where he, like, starts dating this woman, and they, like, adopt a kid together, and it's just, like... It's kind of like a vibe piece, mm. but it's, like, just a, one of the coolest fucking movies ever made. That's fun. It's great. Um, yeah, if you asked me last night, I had a lot of... Un- I mean, really, up until 45 minutes ago, I had a lot of unresolved feelings about this movie. Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna give it a solid... Yeah. <laughs> uh, a nondescript noise. <laughs> sure. Um, I, mean, I don't think it's one of the best action movies ever made. I do think it is Michael Bay's best movie. Got it. By far. Um, yeah. I, I would say on the scale of action movies I've watched and enjoyed, this lands on that list. Um, and I'm using enjoyed loosely. Are we going to have to have an action classic season of this podcast? <sighs> you can have whatever you want. <laughs> I'm just a vessel. I'm sick of women telling me that. <laughs> but you grab by the I want to be too. challenged. <laughs> On that note, I'm going to go. Um, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Um, are we watching next week? Con Air. <laughs> Con Air, baby. Do you know where to watch that? You have the DVD, I'm sure. Uh, I don't. I'm sure wow. it's on. No, it's on Prime for free right now. I keep seeing it. Are you, are you sure? Yeah. You can check it. I'm I'm googling. Google's telling me. Google says it's three ninety nine. Oh, maybe they took it off. Yeah, apparently you can stream it on all those things for three dollars ninety nine cents. Oh, whatever. So wherever you rent your movies, I suppose, or I guess you can buy it if you want. I'm sure it's like twelve bucks if you buy it. Um, anywho, toodaloo. Bye. Bye.